Bronan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the Zamundo podcast. In the golden age of podcasts, there was but one undreamed of. And unto this Zumundo, destined to wear the crown of pop culture upon a troubled brow. You are now listening to Doolin and Keith on the Zumundo Podcast. Welcome to Zumundo Podcast. We are live on TikTok. We're live. <laughs> Sorry, I'm using my creepy Halloween voice. Because yeah. as you can see, we have kind of a Halloween aesthetic here going on as we're live on TikTok tonight. It's officially Rocktober. It is all throughout the month of Rocktober. I'm, I'll get to it, man. I'll get, you're like, say the thing. Say, say the thing. thing. I'm Doolin. And I'm Keith. And we're going to get into some pop culture stuff. We're going to get into some uh, ghost stories tonight. I think yeah. we're going to have a full show again tonight with uh, Comic right. Man and Uncle Chuck. Coming back, and of course, we have an all-new edition of AI Theater Presents. Oh, um, AI Theater Presents <laughs> Scripted Delights. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, big show. This yeah, is gonna be good. How's your week been, man? Oh, it's been great, man. Uh, as always, this is you know this is the highlight. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty cool week. Uh, lost my trivia trophy. That's okay. That happens. Yeah, you won. You won trivia last week, and then sometimes you lose. Then, um, but no, I had, I had a good week. I can't really complain too much. I got over my my cold. I started getting on the last show. You can hear it in my voice if you go back and mm-hmm. listen to that. And uh, I feel better now. All right, yeah. awesome man. Good stuff. Pretty amazing good stuff. Amazing time. Get to hang out with amazing people. <laughs> amazing week. Amazing show. My uh, my week's been pretty good. How has your week been? Uh, not bad, man. We got into uh, got into some fun stuff last weekend, and by fun stuff, I mean I stayed home and cooked meals and uh, didn't go out at all, and it was worth it. I laid around and watched a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah. I got I got I finally saw Captain Marvel. I know mm-hmm. I'm like the last person you're like, in the world you're to like see it, but four or five years late on that. But uh, yeah, and I was surprised that I got that so early. You know? <laughs> I mean, I'm still like what 15 years late on some of these Superman movies and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you didn't even know there was there. a Batman movie till or a new Batman movie till like last week or the week before, right? But where do I come from? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, yeah. Some good YouTube videos came out. We yeah. just watched the. Uh, Batman trying to fire Superman. That was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Pete Holmes. Comedian. Pete Holmes, if you get a yeah. chance to watch him on YouTube, he they, is funny, they, funny. Yeah, the EX-Men were... I, I like those a lot. They were pretty funny. Where he's firing all the X-Men. Uh, yeah. Bird, Pete Holmes. Funny guy. Ball. Well, you want to go ahead and uh, just go ahead and start the show, get kicked off with some brews, news, and reviews? Absolutely. All right, let's do it. Send it. And now, brews, news, and reviews. It's... Stinks. It stinks. Sometimes it stinks. Sometimes it's pretty good. We're going to get into it here in just a minute. Speaking of pretty good, I'm going to add this into the brews. I just had the most weirdly amazing snack, which was the, the pumpkin. Oh, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the coolest thing. Like, So if you ever eat like pita chips and dip, we it's just usually had, it's like roasted red pepper hummus kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Like these were cinnamon flavored pita chips, same mm. consistency, but they mm. tasted like candy. They're sweet, yeah. And then pumpkin, you, pumpkin, pumpkin pie hummus, pumpkin pie hummus, and it, it tasted like dessert. It was absolutely yeah, crazy tasting. I had a couple dessert, of them. It was good. It's a dessert snack. Yeah, I went back for seconds. <laughs> it was awesome. So, what are you drinking over there? Uh, it's nothing. You know what? Nothing special tonight. I didn't really have time to go out and buy anything for like a uh, 
any sort of like big theme cocktail or anything like I usually do. So right. it's just plain old Tito's and tonic. And I, I think I poured it a little bit too heavy. So I'm like, I took a sip. I'm like, Ooh. oh, I made that strong tonight. But all right, mm-hmm. um, I'm having the same thing. So mm-hmm. nothing, not, not not much for the the, the no, Bruce no, no portion. But tonight. Tito's is handmade. So but Tito's is That's handmade exciting. in America. And um, we, I was going to talk about a gross beer that I had, but I can't remember what the flavor was. It was just so gnarly. I still have them. I'm going to bring. I don't even want to drink one, but I'm going to bring it up for review okay. at some point. Yeah, never mind. We won't do that today. Okay. Um, awesome. So uh, going over your week, let's just get into some news. All right. Well, that's the bruise. Let's uh, let's get into some news. I think we both have a couple of things to talk about, so I'll kick it off here. Um, hey, if you remember Frasier? Yeah, I love that show. Maybe I yeah. hear the blues are calling. So, yeah, that, salad and yeah. scrambled uh, The reboot uh, has dropped today, as of today, on uh, Paramount+. Plus. Remember I showed you the... the 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 Frasier movie yes. thing where, yeah, he's yeah. Like, where he's a serial killer. But it's, killer it's, it's a thing. fan thing. It's like all chopped up a bunch of stuff, you know, yeah. but it's really cool. So is it like that or is it just regular? No, no, Frasier? no. It's like, you know, it's, it's all right. Well, I'll, I'll get into it. So the reboot now takes place, I think, 20 years after the original. Okay. Um, and, you know, whereas um, Frasier... On, on the because you know Frasier was a spinoff of Cheers, yes, right? The Cheers verse, yeah. The There's Cheers, a lot of shows. Yeah. Wings, Cheers, Wings takes place in the Cheers universe. Yeah, they all fly on the plane at different I points. Did yeah. not know that up in Cape Cod. Yeah, huh. Cape Cod. Um, um, yeah, that was a great show too. Uh, well, anyway, so you know how like in and on the on, on his show he moved out to Seattle, mm-hmm. and so this is now 20 years later he has moved back to Boston again. Oh, cool. Um, so it, it's kind of like just picking up, carrying on his story. But um, unfortunately, none of the original supporting cast, right, as of right now, is set to return. I think, like, uh, the character... So Niles the, and Daphne... Niles, Daphne, not in it. I think Niles and Daphne got married. They did, and yeah. I believe so, yeah. yeah. No, um, and the dog's I think probably not Roz, the, Roz, yeah. Roz, the, uh, I think, will be in, like, one episode. She worked on the show with him, yeah. yeah that was his... Uh, what do you call that? Your... Um, producer. Yeah, your producer. Yeah, producer. yeah. So, um, but you know what? Like... Um, Maybe since we're back in Boston now, you'll see some Cheers candles. That would be cool for those of you kids I who weren't there. Heard something about is that the Bull and Finch? Is that the pub that was mm-hmm. Cheers? So yeah, they yeah. actually took the I've set there. of the original Cheers from the show. Mm-hmm. The set from the show is actually in the Boston bar, and I heard mm-hmm. it shut down or something. But I, I hope not because it's like such a staple, and it's cool because if you go sit at the bar, it's aligned. To where the windows are. This is cool. You brought this up. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got a placard for where everybody sits, where Norm sits. And I always sit where like Norm sits. It was pretty cool. Yeah. But it, when you go down the stairs, like on the show, like the the bottom looks different. And yeah. then you know they sell merchandise and stuff. It's really cool. Like I don't because yeah. like our childhood, like we watched that whole oh, thing yeah. growing up. And, Absolutely. And it, was, it was always on. And then um you know um after my daughter's born, we went back and watched all three of those shows mm-hmm. like cover to cover. Yeah. And um it was uh it was pretty cool like just to go back and. It was nostalgic, and and, and then go nice. to the place, and I, I actually got to go to Boston a few times. It's fun. Nice, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, I've, I, I've been to Boston one time, and of I think course, I've been I made, like four I made or five it, times now. I yeah. made it. A, I made it a point to go by and see the bar, just because, like, hey, you got to you got to see the Cheers bar. Yeah, it's while cool, you're in and Boston. it's an, and if you're if you're depending on where you're staying, it's a nice walk across yeah. the park and all that. stuff. Absolutely, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so as of right now, uh, it has mixed critic reviews because it hasn't been released to the public okay. until today. But uh, time will tell if the fans of the original. Enjoy it. I guess we'll find out. Cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually excited for that. That's weird. Uh-huh. I, didn't, I didn't know that was the thing. Yeah, it's a thing. I think it's on. Uh, it's on Paramount Plus now. So if you have Paramount Plus, you want to go check it out. I don't go know check if I it do. out. I don't think I do. Um, right. 
So what do you got? Uh, so this is uh, the new Fantastic Four movie. Okay. It's set to start filming in 2024. Okay. So it's actually happening. We're, we're back to work, everybody. Um, strike's pretty much over for everybody, right? I think so. For the writers and stuff, at least. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're starting to work on them, some things, so that's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, uh, do you want me to do another one? or do you... Yeah, you, you go ahead and do another one. Okay. This is cool, man. And we love our epic movies. Uh, I just learned about this Napoleon film that Joaquin Phoenix is going to be Napoleon in. And this okay. is going to be a big movie, I think. Um, it's a big, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's an epic film, right? In a Lawrence of Arabia. Of course, yeah. I mean, you know, things, yeah. In our lifetime, we had the Braveheart. Mm-hmm. Um, Gladiator is kind of an epic film. Which you know? Joaquin Phoenix was in. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, he was the bad guy. He was... Uh, Commodus Caesar. Yeah. Um, and he played a great role because you hated him in that movie. You know? Oh, he was great. He um, was a bastard. In that everybody film. was pretty good in that movie. Um, but this movie being as big as it is, I saw like just a little bit of uh, pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. It looks epic. I mean, trying to capture like a, a Napoleonic era battlefield's got to be a, mm. a logistical nightmare, right? Let alone, you know, the actual filming of it and all that kind of stuff. The filming's probably the easy part. I don't know. It's yeah. getting everybody together to do it and effects and stuff. But uh, he looks really cool. Like he, it like he. I could see it. I could yeah, see it. it's weird. I, I was not expecting to uh, get that, but the whole film was shot in just sixty two days. Wow, um, that's that's like nothing. Man. Yeah, and they said a big epic like this is like a hundred and ten or hundred and twenty day like normal cycle to do. In the article I read, um, and uh, I I think it's exciting. It's impressive, man. If it's going to be as big as some of these other movies that we've seen, I, I'm 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 totally stoked. I this mean, is going to be another like twenty minute like review when I see it. Yeah, I wonder I wonder how they're gonna how they're gonna paint. Him as a character, though, because that could I mean, be interesting. depending on who you talk to, like you know, history, history, different people, you know, depending on the historian you talk to, will tell you will explain his story differently to you, right? You know? So he came up with so many creative ideas that are still around today when mm-hmm. it comes to like military tactics and things like that, mm-hmm. um, and just structuring a military and all that. He did. Uh, you know, Cavassier Cognac is huge because of uh, Napoleon. That was it was called Cognac de Napoleon, from what I understand, mm-hmm. for a while. Like some of them, if if you buy it, that's, it says that on the bottle, right? Because um, he drank so much of it when he was in exile, I think. Okay. Question mark. Wasn't much to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? You, know, you get hammered. Um, he wasn't as short as people make him out to be. I think he was five six. Yeah, he's like a. But that, that was, was probably like average pretty height. standard for the time, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, they always make him out. And he, you know, he put his hand in his jacket, all the pictures and stuff. It's very interesting. You know, um, I'm I'm excited to see it. I I periodically will will go back and learn about you know somebody from history or something like that. And I haven't touched Napoleon in a long time. Well, I've never touched him, but uh, the the. Uh, uh, you know, the story and stuff. I haven't touched that in a long time, and I, I'm mm-hmm. kind of interested to see that uh, hmm. and how, you know, it's just, I don't know. That was a big deal, man. He, like, conquered, like, a lot of Europe and yeah. stuff, like, craziness. Be interesting. Crazy do, we time, have a, yeah. do we have a release date for that? Or No, no. The movie's actually, I didn't realize that Joaquin Phoenix has been in the role. I think it's since, like, 2020 he's been associated with the movie. Oh, or something wow. Like that. Yeah, so it's it's been in the works for. Been a long time coming. Yeah, a while, so. Cool. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Like, but, um, do okay. you have like any favorite like epic films or anything? Not to derail. Uh, I mean, but, like, I mean, I could I could give you my list of. What favorites. do you consider an epic film too? Like, uh, I mean, like historical epics or just I mean, because I, I could tell like you that I could thing, tell you right? that like I could tell you like the Peter Jackson Lord well, of the Rings trilogy are definitely epics, but those epic, are fantasy yeah. epics versus right. like 
you have you know Braveheart or Gladiator, which are historical. They're not historically they're, they're accurate. They're not accurate, but, but they are historical. Yeah, but they are. But they're dramas. they're based on they're based on history. Would we'll like say Gone that. with the Wind and all those things be like a historical? Those could be epi- considered or, or, epics. Um, but you know, the other the, one ever is Casablanca. Casablanca. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say Casablanca is like an epic. I, it's been so long since yeah. I've seen that. Wizard of Oz and stuff like that doesn't. That's not an epic, right? No, it's just an epic. I don't know. Tale. I don't know. Like, what does constitute an epic? If you know, yeah, yeah, send us put an it in email the chat up there. To... That's cool. Like, and what is your favorite epic movie, or what you would consider an epic movie? I I consider an epic movie like a three hour long, some okay. crazy movie. I mean, um, The Godfather might even be considered the an epic Lonesome movie. Dove series is probably considered to be like that a, might a, be. A, an epic western. That was a big. That was, I mean, was a, remember our uh, our history teacher in eighth grade. We sat next to each other yeah. in eighth grade history, <laughs> and he was like, "We're going to watch the best western ever made." And we're like, "Wow, we this? did, didn't we?" You remember that? I don't. That's even how remember I watched it for show, the first man. time. Yeah, it was, interesting, and it was like, though. and we were all for it because it's like, well, because that whole thing it's like eight hours that whole series, it's right? Big, yeah, and so we spent like eight hours in like forty five minute intervals watching this, and you could tell like our, our history teacher <laughs> he was just up, so right? he was so checked out of the job. Uh, he's like, I'm about to. Retire, who cares? <laughs> I, mean, I think, like, didn't like, wasn't, didn't people say that, like, he kept like but, uh, liquor in his desk? Or there, was, there was a joke about that, you know. I'm sure that he was a stand up guy and everything. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, he, we're not naming he him. He did, uh, funny. he did. There was a rumor that he was, you know, um, there was the science teacher we saw drunk one time in public. Do you remember that? That was crazy. I don't recall that. And, uh, yeah, we that I mean that was from when we were like eighth grade or something. Right. Yeah. Well, we're getting derailed. Let's yeah. get back on yeah. the topic. Sorry. Our history, but um, he also read some cool books too. Remember mm-hmm. that like satirical book he read? Um, it was mm-hmm. about the history. I think it was like American history book, but it, I, it was one of those kind of Mel Blanks things when we were talking about like the how to survive a zombie attack type. Right. It was like something like that, <laughs> but it was a, it was a, it Mel was, Blank. You mean Max Brooks? Max Brooks, my <laughs> Mel, Mel Blank, Blank does is the, a voice actor. Does the voice Sorry. for we were Bugs just Bunny. talking about him? Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, I digress. That's cool, man. I would like to see Bugs Bunny in the zombie apocalypse. So, oh, maybe that can be next week's AI theater presents. <laughs> if, if he's like Rick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Bugs Bunny's That's great. It. I'm doing that. I'm doing that next week. Okay. Um, anyways, He's like talking to the zombies, to, like talking trash, and they're back, not listening to him. Yeah. Back he, to back yeah. back to back to the news. Uh, so I want to talk about a little bit of movie news. So as you guys know, um, Aquaman two coming out here pretty soon. Yeah. And that and that's and it's kind of funny. Retcon. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, it's it's now in what's going to be considered to be a dead universe, right? Because it doesn't. From what I understand, yes. Yeah. Because they're rebooting they're, everything. They're rebooting everything. So this movie that's coming out. So you would think that like this is Jason Momoa's like last DCU hurrah, right? Right. You right. would possibly be wrong. Really? Yeah. Um, so there's uh, there's some rumors going around. Um, they said that he is in talks with Warner Brothers okay. to hang up his flippers and uh, <laughs> flippers. trade in the role That's of great. Aquaman for the intergalactic bounty hunter Lobo in the new DC. Oh, far out! And, which, and if you like, if if you remember that character, you get a very clear like mental hmm. image of Lobo. God, Jason Momoa fits the bill, man. Like, oh, awesome! For sure. So I'm I'm kind of excited to see what they do with that, if anything. That should be interesting, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so that's uh, well, it's cool. He gets to. I mean, at the end of the day, these I people get paid for these roles, so it's I good think he he's better to keep working. I know? think like, he's better suited for Lobo than Aquaman, like personally. You know, I, I I wasn't. I'm not. I'm not the. My favorite Aquaman was Thad Castle. I don't know that's not his name, but yeah. Thad Castle from uh, oh Smallville. Smallville, yeah. Oh yeah, that guy. Um, yeah. Uh, 
whatever you know i I like that actor but um i I like jason momoa too he's cool man uh he blew up after game of thrones man seriously oh yeah and he played conan and that which conan is one of my favorite characters of all time and i I don't enjoy that movie really (laughs) also had ron Ron perlman ron perlman was in it yeah yeah for a minute all right what else you got for news so um eddie murphy's back baby eddie murphy's back I just, that was a horrible version. Yeah, it was really um, bad. I just saw this today, man. Candy Cane Lane. Eddie Murphy's back. He's doing a quirky holiday movie. It's coming out. Um, watch the preview. It's out there. Uh, I saw it on IGN. Give it a little, uh, um, little he, what's it about, you know? Or? Yeah, I couldn't tell because I thought it was going to be like a horror movie at first. And then it was um, like the little model city. You know, okay. those like like holiday towns. Like some of the some of the little characters are moving around talking and okay. stuff. So I, I don't really know what it's about. It's just going to be interesting, you know? Hmm. Um, it could be your classic hotel you go to and things get weird, <laughs> um, which would be like the shining, but or, who knows? or the haunted mansion, which he was also yeah. in. I'll do this one too real quick. Um, okay, sure. There's also a Wonka preview. We just saw today. Oh, the Wonka prequel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Prequel. He's an inventor. He's doing stuff, but he, you know, he finally makes that chocolate. And yeah. Okay. Do you, you? I just I just have such a distaste for like all of the reboots and prequels and remakes. Okay. And, and bringing like dead franchises back to life like no, you know, fair. thirty that's years fair. later. Even though I did report on the the Frasier reboot and everything. Which, I know, right? Yeah. You're but I mean, well, it's it's news. It's news. So that's why we talked so about it. So. The Wonka thing. I remember the 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 original movie quite well well excuse me mm-hmm. um and people loved it i remember in drama like a lot of kids were like that's my favorite movie kids they say you know teenagers, whatever. yeah um but now there's another one right that came out with um uh i was gonna say daniel day lewis johnny depp mm-hmm. um <laughs> that could be an epic right last of the mohicans by the way that was an epic um yeah, yeah daniel day lewis was mm-hmm. in that um but uh, yeah it's it's an interesting movie i always thought it was one of those movies that like you know how like you listen to um um is it the wall or dark side of the moon? You know, when you watch, uh, oh, Wizard Wizard of Oz. Of Oz. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like one of those movies, like you think people would like, I don't know, get spaced out and watch or something like that. Cause it's just so crazy and off the wall, you know, it's kind of, kind of, kind of weird. It's kind of, kind of scary a little bit. Like some parts of it are. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, a, it's, it's definitely a, disturbing in parts. Yeah. As people, wild art. Out well, there. we'll see. I mean, like we had, we had Willy Wonka, obviously the original, and then they did the remake like some 20 years ago with Johnny Depp. Yeah. And this is like, this is like, all right, so we're going to tell the story boy, of Hugh Grant's in it as well. Oh, Hugh, the, Hugh Grant the, is like the head. He's like, this Loompa, big, yeah. like, I mean, for people watching it, see, he's, he's like a small, he's like smaller than he's the a, people in the first and, movie. Yeah, you know? exactly. He's and, like, uh, what, maybe about a foot tall. Maybe not even yeah. that. Yeah. He could be like a Barbie size or whatever. Yeah, he's and, about uh, a foot tall. And then like, it, but he's funny, and those scenes look weird. I'd like to. I would like to see all those scenes. Hugh Grant. Sure. Hugh Grant has a certain humor that he brings to the table yeah. for that. So it'll be interesting to see like what he does with uh, it, with with the character. But he it was he he was um, it looks he cool. was charming. Yeah. It was charm. The the the, tra- the trailer was charming. I'll give it, I'll give it that. All right, it was charming. Yeah. Uh, got a little bit of uh, video game news. I see you got some video game no- I news. I just have as a well. couple small notes. All right. Well, here I'll go ahead and we'll, we'll get yours. Go All ahead. right. So I saw a yeah, preview for an ISO. It's not. I don't, I don't know if it's a platformer, but an ISO shooter. Uh, it's called Wizard with a Gun. It actually looks cool. There's some some crafting that's going on, and okay. um, it looks like it's not it's not one of those swarm ones where it's like super high fast paced and stuff like that. It looks a little bit more um, like a slower paced game. So I don't, I'm not sure what age group it's going for. Or, or anything, but it, it kind of looked interesting. It's got a cool title. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Pinball Effects is releasing a South Park 
pinball machine oh, for gosh. that. I don't know if you ever played any of those. Like, um, it, you know, it's video game pinball. It's it's kind of silly, but yeah, that's gonna have all kinds of quirky characters. And oh, stuff I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if you're a South Park fan, fan, there's that. Yeah. If you're into it, you're into it. Um, hey, so we're about uh, less than a month out uh, from uh, RoboCop Rogue Ooh. City. So this is coming out on November second. All platforms except for Nintendo Switch, obviously. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Um, so this was made. This is a first-person shooter. Um, all, but also has like uh, level up abilities. You level up your, you know, spin your points. It's got some RPG your, elements. Yeah, a couple RPG elements to it or whatever. Okay. Um, uh, first person, as I said, made with the Unreal Engine 5 um, oh, wow. engine. Wait, uh, is that old or new? Uh, I think it's, I mean, it's update. It's old, it's but they, they keep yeah. updating it. Um, Peter Weller is back to voice Robocop. Okay, so that's, that's awesome, dude. That's that pretty is cool, awesome. right? Yeah. What a great and, character. Um, and so I, I, I spent a couple minutes and I like I wanted to see some of the gameplay from this. So right. I I, uh, I sat down, I watched it. So it definitely looks like it's like set in the OG movie universe mm-hmm. kind of thing, mm-hmm. even with like the Lewis with like Lu- Lewis as his partner. There's a bunch of other characters. Oh, she's in it too. Cool. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. in it too. I don't know if it's uh, actually yeah, it the actress or not. But uh, but I mean they they have her in there and so I was like watching like uh, some scenes from like level one and like you basically you know kick down the door of this building that the bad guys have taken over and it's like you're walking through and you start like gunning down all the bad guys yeah, basically yeah. they like immediately in level one like start kicking up with the theme song the dun 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 dun, dun oh cool dun, man dun, dun. and I was like I was like oh, okay I'm I'm a sucker for nostalgia like that sometimes right, 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 and I was right. like oh, okay this I'm, looks I'm like kind of a, myself. looks like kind of a fun game so I would um so I might actually check that one out on November 2nd when it drops so oh that's awesome yeah man. so that's yeah, yeah. I, I'm down I mean I it's a little slower from well okay that when I when I originally talked about it like the the stuff I saw was a little bit slower and um mm-hmm uh, it's just a different take on the genre of games, so mm-hmm. it'll be kind of cool. Like, and, and you know, like I played the RoboCop game for Nintendo when I was a kid, where you walked and like punched, and mm-hmm. then eventually pull, pulls out the gun out of his leg and all that stuff. And um, I, I have very, f- f- I guess, fond memories of playing that game. So this will this will be kind of cool. So I'm, I'm going to support it. I think. Yeah, you, yeah, definitely should uh, should go check that out if you get a chance. RoboCop Rogue City November second. So cool. So uh, that's all we got for uh, the news. You want to go ahead and uh, jump into reviews for the week? Uh, of course. Right, yeah, I you've have, got a pretty, a pretty, pretty big one, right? Well, I have, I have uh, something of, I guess you could call it a retro review. Mm-hmm. One second here. I love retro reviews. Well, well I mean, so I was, uh, I was surfing on uh, Amazon uh, the other night. Um, and I, I came across this movie that I'd never heard of before. Okay. And so yes, this was uh, a release from 2012, and it was called The Raven, uh, starring John Cusack. And Ooh. I was like, I was like, this looks like a good uh, spooky, spooky, yeah, spooky movie. So um, just to kind of like get into it a little bit, um, this Wait, movie came out back in 2012. Not to be confused with The Crow. Not to be confused with The Crow. Um, came out back in uh, 2012. I had never okay. heard of this movie before Honestly, at all. I, like, I, 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 I didn't know what it was, but I saw John Cusack, and I was like, oh, let's classic, check it out. Classic, right? Let's I, check it out. So I hadn't heard about it either um, until you mentioned it. So uh, this movie got, like, absolutely ripped apart by critics on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I went and I mm-hmm. checked out. After I watched it, I checked out some of the reviews. Okay. They did not like this movie. Like, so I think this one didn't do very well. Far out. I think. But um, so the premise of it is um, it, it's base. It's got like maybe like a nugget of uh, historical reality, in it, and that is um, 
at the end of Edgar Allan Poe's life, okay. he was found on a bench in Baltimore, and he looked like he was either like heavily drugged up or the you know, people. Yeah, the yeah. story you get is that he was found. He died in the gutter of the streets of Baltimore. Well, right? he, they but, found him in a park. Yeah, he he was obviously you know come on artistic yeah. liberty right yeah of course um, but yeah that's uh, that's a pretty well known story that he he went on a bender or something and then passed away yeah. during it exactly or, or was ma- yeah who knows so, right like, so this is the story that um, the raven there. tells with uh, John Cusack as uh, Edgar Allan Poe's like you you have him in his final days of life he's okay. he's very much like he's washed up he's broke you know he's, oh really he's very but they but they kind of flip it and make him into this hero. Now, really, yeah. Um, I'm, so I'm there is a that. so basically in Baltimore there is a serial killer about, and the serial killer is drawing his inspiration for his kills for uh, from Edgar oh, Allan really? Poe's stories. Okay, and so uh, the police chief comes to Edgar Allan Poe with this, and he gets he gets involved with the pursuit of this killer. Okay, um, and then it gets really personal when his fiance is kidnapped by the killer. Oh, wow. So, um, so I won't go too much, too much yeah. into the plot more than that, just in case someone cool. wants to go watch it. But uh, I thought this was a, this was a solid movie, solid cast. <laughs> You're not spoiling the, the 10-year-old movie. Yeah, the 11-year-old, 12-year-old yeah, 11 11 movie now. Um, uh, no, 11, it's good. 11, sometimes, yeah. sometimes if it's a hidden gem, we can't do that. Yeah, yeah. I but it's uh, – yeah, but, like, honestly, like, so this one really flew under the radar, and it's a great um, – it's a great thriller for, for Halloween spooky season, man. There you go. The Raven 2012 with um, – with John Cusack as Edgar like Allan Poe, man, dude, he, he did so many great he movies. did a great job, and it wasn't it wasn't just movies. him. I think it was the uh, I think his name was it Luke Evans. I forget the guy that played uh, Gaston in the live action Beauty and the Beast when Disney did. I think his name's Luke Evans. I think I don't, don't know. quote me on that, but he plays the inspector. Okay, um, and there's a lot of other uh, names. There's like a lot of like really solid character actors in there, so you see them. And uh, you're just like, oh man, like cool. He was the guy from that movie, you know. But um, totally, but yeah. totally, yeah. Highly, highly recommended. That's cool. Highly yeah. recommended by Doolin. Get out there and see it. Check it out. The uh, the Raven, the Raven, 2012. The Raven. Quote the Raven. Nevermore. Yeah, we're gonna get into some uh, comic books here. So I think we've got uh, Charles on standby. I'm excited. Because, we haven't had um, we haven't had uh, we haven't had Charles. So we're doing something a little different today, right? Yeah. Uh, Are you calling him in on the? Yeah, 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 we're gonna actually have him call in on the TikTok live. Yep. I see he's watching us right now. So Charles, if you're there, man, <laughs> I feel like there, we're, we're, holding, we're holding a we're holding a seance for always a comic judging. man. Like if you are here, let yourself be known, <laughs> Charles. I think. Let's see if he. Sorry, uh, <laughs> make me laugh. Um, All right, let's see if he can if he can we'll uh, if he can figure out how to uh, how to call in how to work the uh, the technology machine. All right. Anyways, in the meantime, we'll just uh, we'll chat while we're waiting for uh, for Charles to yeah, call in. Yeah, you know, we haven't had a comic update in a while, so I'm pretty yeah, excited no, to see yeah, what's going no, on it's the been, shelves. And, it's, been, and, it's been a minute uh, since we... Since my giant new discovery of uh, <laughs> trade Bubba paperbacks. Says, this setup is giving me Buffalo Bill vibes. <laughs> uh, it's it's, it's like for Halloween, man. Like lotion on the skin, right? Yeah. Puts no, it's actually, the it's actually like a castle like we're in with like shields hanging Yeah, yeah, we're totally, we're like totally in a medieval cool. castle then. And there's like little candles, but it's you know it doesn't come across it. Yeah, it's 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 TV, right? <laughs> um, oh well, yeah, it's cool. Uh, thanks for yeah. chatting in there. Thanks for thanks for chiming in. Anyways, um, guys, if you have something that uh, you want us to talk about, uh, just oh, send us uh, send us a message at uh, zoomundo at outlook dot com. Oh, always yeah. If you have got any ideas, requests, maybe not too many ideas. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but um, yeah, you're welcome to. Uh, 
uh, you know, reach out to us and, and get involved in the conversation. It's always fun here on the show. Uh, and we love having a great audience. So, uh, you know, it makes it even more fun and littering and littering and they're, uh, they're trying to figure out a different call in method than normal. Cause we've had some issues with some technology and such recently, but all right, well, uh, we'll see how that buffs out. Well, maybe we'll, uh, we I don't know if we, if we got set. comic man yeah. calling in or not. It doesn't look like he's calling in. You all right. Always, oh, here uh, we go. He's all right. Here we go. Time out. I got him. I got him. Let's see. Yay. Let's send him the invite. All right, we sent him the invite. Ah. I just sent you the invite, Charles. There we go. We got him coming in. For the first time. All right, time. finally. All right, hang on. Let's... I can hear you. Hello. All right, it's time to check in with Comic Man. Everybody sit tight. Comic Man from Baltimore. He's got more books than a comic store. From X-Men to Fantastic Four. All the sagas he's explored. It's time. Check in with Comic Man. We have not checked in with Comic Man in a hot minute. Comic Man, what's shaking, buddy? I just hit my funny bone on Dolan's chair. Gentlemen, uh, what's going on? Hey, we got him. Hey, hey man. sound great. You're doing great, man. We uh, we haven't had you on the show in a couple weeks. Y- yeah. I know. It's been a lot of football games for my daughter. She's uh, she's cheering a lot, so it's been a lot of Thursday night uh, Thursday night football watching the uh, Rockville Rams actually win a couple of games. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. No, I, I think it's go great Rams. that you go to every game and stuff, and you guys spend a lot of time together. That's really cool. It always looks like yeah, fun. Yeah, but you start cheering things. You start spelling things for no reason in your sleep and stuff like <laughs> that. You're humming <laughs> and cheering. You know, the kids like, go to sleep. That's hilarious. That's awesome, man. That's that's really funny. Well, uh, tell all right, man. So since we uh, last touched base, man, uh, but I mean, how would I? How would we have any idea what's good on the shelves? We don't. I don't know. We don't know. We defer to your wisdom, man. What's uh, what? What's what's out on the comic shelves that's good this week? Well, actually, let's start with a little bit of sad comic book news. You talked about Lobo, really? the co-creator of Lobo, yeah. Keith Giffen, he also co-created Rocket Raccoon. He passed away this week from a stroke. Oh, oh no, man! man. Oh, that, well, man that, that's a that's a Zumundo toast, man. Definitely. Raise your raise your raise yeah. your glasses. There we go. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. That's that's. That's yeah, I, I I met him at a couple of conventions in Baltimore. And I remember him signing a Justice League comic for me, and the um, cool. the artist was there too. His his co his co you no know, co creator, and he's like, when he signs it, tell him not to sign it above my signature or bigger than mine. So I brought it to the guy and told him that <laughs> oh, he great. purposely did both of those things, and I brought it back to Keith. He's like, that son of a bitch. That's <laughs> hilarious. He, he was cool like that. He's like one of the old guard, and um, yeah, it's a big loss in the industry. Uh, he's a co-creator of Lobo, um, Rocket Raccoon, uh, mm-hmm. very legendary run back in the day with the Justice League, like the the Bwahaha days of like you know the Booster Gold and Blue Beetle oh, and yeah. all that. Stuff. Um, yeah, he's, uh, he was unfortunately, uh, passed in Virginia beach from a stroke at the age of 70 this week. Oh, so, wow. Uh, I didn't know he lived in Virginia. That's a cool. A bit of a downer. Yeah. But it ties to, you know, we were talking about with Lobo yeah. and, um, Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. And I was telling, uh, Dolan offline, I, I watched the, uh, the newest Fast and Furious movie with, with, with the family last week. <laughs> Nothing is stronger than family, pretend. Charles. I mean, they yeah. don't even, they don't even, they don't even pretend to even try anymore <laughs> to be like, uh, anyway, and it, it, it makes it great. Yeah, but okay. Jason Momoa is the bad guy, and he is absolutely bat nuts, just unhinged. He's Love fantastic it. in that. And Alan Richmond, who plays your Smallville Aquaman, 
is also in. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, there you go. So you got both it all, going it all circles. Double it all circles. Sur- it all. It all connects. It's all connected. That and sounds like a, a. Before you had asked a question, Keith, an epic is usually defined as yes. historical, something generationally sweeping. AFI and um, okay. AMC define it. Usually, keep it towards history. But have since expanded it to go with things that are like like 2001 Space Odyssey, there you or go, Wars, things like that. Okay, so Gone with the Wind, um, Ben Hur, Ben Hur's classic, things like that, Gladiator. Yeah, uh, like Lawrence of Arabia. Like yeah, Lawrence of Arabia is another another big one. So uh, so yeah, that, that's uh, there's your your cool. epic. There's your yeah. there's your I, definition. Sorry, this guy's such a wealth today, of knowledge, yeah. man. Um, do you have a favorite <laughs> epic movie? While we got you on here. You know, I, you know, I have to say, Gladiator is one of my favorites of all time. Just movies in general. I, okay. Something about that movie. It I was just, pretty wild, man. I've watched it I, a lot. I, bought, I remember I bought like the three disc, like super extended, like whatever version of it when I was in um I was in London on my honeymoon back in '06, mm-hmm. and uh, I bought it. And you know, I've, it's my wife can't stand any of those movies. She's like, "Oh, this is so boring." I was, I was like, "I will watch the crap out of this awesome. all, day, all night. Just leave me alone and just let me watch it on repeat." <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you not entertained, woman? <laughs> Dude, when I was in a uh, free fall school, we went to a uh, a bar in I don't know, like not Tucson, but like Flagstaff or something, Arizona, right? Like we had a, like a long weekend because weather was bad and we had a holiday or something, and um, the people were like, there was like young college. It was like the last week of college, and people were like fighting. Oh gosh! And if you looked at the TVs, it was literally Gladiator and like UFC fights on another TV. Oh, and it was like the worst thing for it's like young worst. people to be around. It was hilarious. Like somebody stands up on the bar yeah. and screams freedom. Yeah, pretty much. And they're like wondering why there's like a loose melee in the, in the alley. You know, it's like, Oh my God. It's all good. Yeah. But no, that's a classic film. It's really fun. Um, uh, was your, was your DVD set or, or I'm sorry, Blu-rays were they region locked or anything? No, they weren't. I had to make sure too. I was a little bit worried. I didn't think of it at first, and then like as I was buying it, like yeah. I was like, "Wait a minute, let me just make sure." Because I bought it like in the same place. I bought like a Manchester United shirt <laughs> and awesome. like some like random, and, and the toothbrush. It was like this weird store. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love stores. So, yeah, like, that's it, great. It was, it was giving me those Bronx bodega vibes where you can like get your oil change and get a hoagie. <laughs> by, like, two in the so, right on. Right, right, let's, let's roll with it. Oh that's my cool. gosh, I love it. All right, man. Well, let's get into it. Uh, tell us what's what's out on the what's what's word on the streets for the comic book world right now. Well, we got a couple of good things coming out this week. Uh, one one that's nice is we're starting to get it. They're peeling back a little bit more, bringing the Justice Society of America back in. Now, in the original, back in the day, Jay Garrick, the original Flash, Alan Scott, the original Green Lantern, okay. you know, those guys were the old guard. And then as time went on, we got Barry Allen reintroduced as the new Flash, as, mm-hmm. as the new first Flash of Earth-1. And they did that whole crossover where the Justice Society was Earth-2, we were Earth-1, and then when the worlds kind of merged after Crisis on Infinite Earths in 86, it was written that the, kind of like what the, uh, kind of what the Incredibles riffed off of was the Justice Society, they were an agency during, the, during World War II, Ah. They were being forced by the um, House Un-American, com- you know, committee by McCarthy to unmask. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't. Right. They went into the. They went into the background. Eventually, the Justice League comes around and takes up some of their same mantles and stuff like that. So hmm. we're seeing um, some of them being reincorporated into the, the modern era of DC, and uh, with a couple of little. They have a Justice Society uh, series by Jeff Johns, which is six issues deep, which is great. But also three six-issue miniseries kicking off this week. The first one is Wesley Dodds, The Sandman. 
And um, mm. he's like the old, like he's not like the Sandman, like from like you know, the Netflix show or the Vertigo line. He's the one that has like the gas mask and like shoots the uh, the sleep gun and puts people away. He's he's, okay. he's like a he's like the definition of like nonviolence. He he starts out as a, trying to trying to go to the government and be like, hey, look, I have a way to stop war without violence. Oh we wow! Put the enemy to sleep. And they're hmm. like, yeah, now we, we work with bullets here. So yeah. <laughs> we, we put them to sleep for good. That's not going to work yeah, for us. So Those are your best supervillains, man. Like a street level vigilante. He becomes one of the founding members of the JSA. So this is kind of like an origin for him. Oh. And then we'll get a book on Jay Garrick, The Flash, coming out next week. And then the following week will be Alan Scott, Green Lantern. Okay. And, cool. Um, and so, okay. Um, we got like a rebuild happening, kind of. Yeah. And Alan Scott's going to be interesting because they're – they're rebranding him as gay from the jump. Okay. okay. He was going to be, he was not obviously created back in like, like the one comics were first coming out. Mm-hmm. He really didn't have like any gay characters, especially openly. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually in the comics, he did have a son and a daughter, Jade and Obsidian mm-hmm. and Obsidian had was, was, was openly gay. And when DC wiped the board with flashpoint and they reintroduced, they put earth two on a separate thing and they reintroduced a new Alan Scott that was unmarried with no kids and made that version gay. Okay. Now all that universe is all gone and now everything's kind of like merged again with all the different crises. And now we're getting that this Alan Scott. So we don't know what this means. If Jaden obsidian still exists in some, if, if he came out later in life, if he did like, you know, like what's, you know, well, I've, I've known people who have been married for years and like had kids and then come out as gay, you know, so I don't right. know. If that we don't know if that's the situation that's going to happen with this, but okay. they are going to um, to reestablish him in the modern era, but also with that little new wrinkle to it. So it does seem like it's um, it's in good hands. It doesn't seem like it's being written by uh, someone who's just there to like uh, you know play message over like a fun story. Right, so, right, yeah, right. I'm, I'm pretty hopeful. story I'm first. Hopeful all three of these stories. Yeah, Sandman's the only one out so far. A fantastic first issue by Rob Venditti. Okay. Uh, he had a great run on Green Lantern. He had a great run at Exo Man of Warfare Valley. And I've met him a few times at cons. Uh, so yeah, I'm in I'm I'm feeling pretty good with um Jeremy Adams lined up for the Jay Garrick series. He just got off a great run of um of Barry Allen on, on Flash. So I, I'm, cool. I'm pretty sure these books will be in good hands for a while. Excellent. All right. Nice. New Sandman run. Big okay. news from Marvel. Superior Spider Man is back. Okay. Don't know how yet. I haven't read the issue. Uh, you know, I haven't gotten to it yet. But Superior Spider-Man, for those who don't know, is Doctor Octopus. Ah, Peter yes. Parker, Peter, Peter Parker uh, and Doc. They're still doing this. that. Like that's still a thing. Well, what happened? Well, this this was years ago. Right, because I remember that. I love this Spider-Man. Was back in like, maybe like 2013, around thereabouts, and. Doc Ock's body was dying, and mm-hmm. he mind-swapped with Peter Parker, yes. and Peter Parker died in Doc Ock's body, Whoa. and Doc Ock took over Peter's body and became, but he had still part of Peter in him, and he figured that because yeah. of his ego, he would become a better Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He would become the superior Spider-Man. Right, right. And superior that's what he did. And eventually, Peter found a way through. Like, no, his brainwaves are still alive somewhere in there. And, of course, you know, your comic book stuff happens. And yeah. Peter came back. And, you know, Doc had a couple of different clone bodies before making some sort of deal with Mephisto that he doesn't even remember making. <laughs> and he's back in his old kind of like fat boy body. Like, he's sort of the tubby <laughs> body. That's hilarious. Um, but now, somehow, the superior Spider personality is coming back. I think it's something like an untold story that's kind of also like coming coming forward in the present so it's going to be like mixing like you know different timelines in it but it's it's going to be interesting because they brought superior spider-man back during the spider-verse story uh-huh. and 
he didn't even know that he was already defeated. That, that was the cool thing about Spider Man because there was an issue of Superior Spider Man where he disappeared into 2099 for a couple of minutes. Really? And Did he crossed over with Spider Man 2099? Yeah, so the whole Spider Verse story, we see that version of, of him. He's still in that version. So he comes to the present and he's he's like he's like, Yeah, we're gonna you know, we're gonna do this and he sees our Peter Parker and assumes that the Peter Parker that he's talking to is from his past, mm-hmm. not realizing that he's from Peter's past and not oh, realizing wow. that means that he's lost. So it's one of these things that happens towards the end of Spider Verse where he's just like, Wait a minute. I can't beat you. Why can't I beat you? If you're, my, and then he realizes that I'm the bad guy here. I lost the fight eventually, and it like drives oh, him nuts. Wow. But uh, it's 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 cool stuff, man. That, those are those are the two biggest books, and I'd say X Men Red is another book to watch out for. Okay, uh, X Men Red. Okay, we're dealing, that we're dealing with the fallout still of the uh, the fall of X with Orcus, the big the big anti mutant group, ripping apart the X Men, you know, tearing apart everything. The X-Men had terraformed at the last Hellfire Gala. They terraformed Mars. And there were different factions of mutants, you know, going back and forth. And then they brought one faction back to fight in this civil war that's going on. But before all this happened, the X-Men had fought the Eternals and Uranos, who's Thanos' grandfather. Okay. Dude came in. He's just a weapon. He cannot be killed. Really? When they forced forced the Eternals into a Mm -hmm. detente, he said, you know what? Here's our treaty. I will give you this ring to call me. You get me for an hour at any target you want. Wow. I will destroy anything in your path for one hour and one hour only. So is uh, is is Thanos' uncle here? Is he a Titan as well? I know yeah, that's a that's a basic question. He's an eternal. He's okay. A, I'm not super familiar yeah, with the Eternals, to be is, honest, outside of like... Destruction. Oh, sorry, you go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like Storm is basically the queen regent of Arico, which is what Mars is being called now. And the civil war that's going on between the original mutants versus, like, you know, the mutants who have inhabited, you know, the Mars. And it's like, you no, know, Apocalypse's original four horsemen, but without Apocalypse. Okay. And um, now mm-hmm. Storm has to make the decision do I call Uranus and just give him an hour to destroy everything in its path wow. and just go scorched earth to save everybody? Or do I try and wait it out? But waiting in the wings, now Apocalypse just showed up. So yeah. he's the wild card. He can go. He can make it swing either way. So it's a really interesting part of Fall of X that's happening in space where everything else is happening with mutants on the run you know, on Earth with Captain America leading a team, helping Wolverine out, doing stuff like that. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get more into Cosmic Marvel, to be honest. Um, um, not to not to derail the conversation at all, but... Uh, it's pretty interesting, man. It's it's definitely different, you know, like the with the scrolls and the Kree and you know all that cool stuff in the Eternals, and it's it's fascinating. Obviously, you know the Infinity Gauntlet kind of jump kicked that one pretty good because they're out in space and stuff right. too. But um, well, yeah, a few years ago they really tried to revitalize it, and that's where we got the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, you know, yeah, they're great. That eventually became the movie, and that was because they were like, you know, let's do something different. And they had the annihilation wave. You know, it was it was you know a nihilist in the negative zone. He released his whole wave that was just crushing through everybody. And we had Nova come around and team up with Star Lord and all that. Yeah. And out of those events, that's how we got the Guardians of the team it, that wound up becoming the movie team. And they really did a lot with it. And then they just kind of 
it's like they just got like they lost interest and sort of focusing on other things and but luckily it did it was a good enough that they were able to snag that team for the movie i think it worked a lot better than the original version would have and they crushed it man that's that's one of the movies the marvel movies that people are like that's my favorite one hands mm-hmm. down like mm-hmm. i hear that a lot about the guardians of the galaxy so it's it's a good good the mcu is good the comics are exciting you know it's 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 a good one man yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like they, they, it was at that time. It was it was Guardians of the Galaxy and Nova, and they had like all these little mini series. They tried. They didn't want to do too much, but they had Annihilation. They had, they had Silver Surfer had a mini series into it. This guy Wraith, who was like a Kree warrior. Uh, they had like you know, being Ronan the you know the Accuser. Like all all these different like you know cosmic characters coming into it. You know, nice big and bad. And it was it was just a, it was Annihilation, then Annihilation Conquest, which was against the Ultron. Then we had the Thanos Imperative and War of Kings, Realm of Kings, and all these different like space odysseys. But that's all it was. It was just event to event to event to event. And I think it just kind of like you know burnt people out, and then they just then they just decided that we don't know where else to go with this, and they shelved a lot of those characters. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. Guess we kind of painted ourselves into a corner. So (laughs) yeah, this is me. Ben just got his hands on Guardians of the Galaxy and had angry sex with continuity, like he does. And things were never the same. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that. That's that. But yeah, you know, those are the big ones. Um, Undiscovered Country. I don't know if I've talked about it on the show before. That's Star from Trek Six. No, <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's yeah, a I'm different kidding. thing. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that was a great movie though. It's um, it's Scott Snyder and and um, Charles Charles Soul. They've they've both written for DC and Marvel. Cool. Um, it, it's an image book. It's coming to its last. It's in its last like nine issues. It's a planned ending. But it's uh, it's about a virus that has been unleashed in the world. It's oddly it came out right before COVID hit. Um, yeah. It's called the Sky Virus. There's no cure for it, but the cure they believe remains somewhere in the United States, which for no reason at all completely sealed its borders, like at, wow. at one point, and no contact with it. So this team of like people have gone and scientists have gone in like on a fact finding mission after getting an invitation, okay, and finding out that time is moving differently. In different parts of the U.S. Shut up! I want this movie there. right now. This sounds like, awesome. This is, yeah, it's, be, it's, be, it's been options. It's it's going. It's, it's either going to be a movie or a show that we're going to watch. Oh, cool, yeah, man! Be awesome. And there's all these different like parts of like they're called like you no know, freedom, creativity, all of these ideals of the American dream. But time moves differently in all of these different places. And these people are there, and now like we're getting towards the end game. And you, do you finally, after like 30 years of not being around? Uncle Sam comes back out and offers a cure to everybody for this virus. And then everyone's like, oh, the Americans are here to save us. But are they? Kind of like what everyone says. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> so wild. It's, yeah. like, it's a it's a wild book that's heading at least towards a lot. They have an end point in mind. So they're not just going to drag it on indefinitely. So okay. um, I'm, we're in the penultimate story arc. Uh, issue 26 just drops and it's going to end with, uh, with uh, I think, uh, 36. Awesome. And that'll be the end of it. So, that's perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it's, great. It's like, you have an endpoint, and you don't keep, like, yeah. running it and running it and running it, even when, like, the story's done. Like, what do we do now? Don't care. Give us give us 14 more issues. Let's go. Yeah. Well, that's that's what killed Lost, was, like, you know, when when, the, when, when they had that entire episode about Jack's tattoo, that's when they like, went into that. Was, that was jumping the shark. So the, uh, and that's when they went into ABC and were like, look, we cannot do this indefinitely. And, and you can see from that point on, that entire season was a completely different season. Well, they did, time. like... They would. They there was like a whole thing where like they went back in time to the seventies and like none yeah. of it really mattered really like 
Like all of yeah, it got kind of like wiped off a of continuity anyways. So like, what was the point of all that? But I mean, but to go back to your point, like, yeah, that was just, they were spinning their wheels because the show just kept going. If they had, if they had wrapped up post them fighting the bunker with the numbers and all that craziness, like I always say that show should have been four seasons. If yeah, the first couple six. seasons of that show, not only were they really good, like I think they were good, whatever my opinion matters, not, um, but Everybody loved that show and were sucked in. I was into it hardcore, People were like, man. Why is there a polar bear? I was here? like, <laughs> I was researching <laughs> like, was like internet forums about like the lost mm-hmm. continent of Lemuria, thinking like, oh, I figured yeah, it out, yeah. guys. You know, yeah, it's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I've watched it a few times during during the early days of COVID. Actually, um, okay, I watched it with my daughter. Like, I it's still good. It. Don't get me wrong. And we watched like she we binged it in like a week and a half. Cool, it. and it was funny because you remember how like, that that was those bright flashes of white light that would like, you know, happen like, towards the end of, in the final season. Mm-hmm. We were, you know, we were watching one of those episodes and the lightning hit a telephone pole. Right? Oh, like, wow. Like, the next house over and the entire basement filled with that light. And I was like, Oh shit, we are going flash sideways right now. And we lost all our power for like a couple of hours, but it was just like really eerie. As we're watching that episode, um, like everything just, this lightning hits and like the entire room goes white because the basement, you know, facing like that window. It was, mm-hmm. I was like, Whoa, that was terrifying and also wow. kind of awesome. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lost is one of those shows that went on too long, and I uh, also I'm gonna and I'm gonna throw this out there, and this this might be an unpopular opinion here, but if you say cheers, I'm not gonna say cheers. <laughs> I was like, listen, man, I was I was a huge fan of Smallville back in the day. I watched it religiously, but Smallville went on way too long, way way too long. Well, you know, I did that column. I, I did all 219 That's episodes. That's right. Of Smallville wasn't that for that was for Nertopia, wasn't it? I did no, I did it for Forces of Geek. Oh, that's right, Forces of Geek. I, I did right. it for this website I used to I used to write for, and I um, I did. Uh, it was called Smallville. You know, awesome, random, awesome, and WT. Yeah, I, I remember reading that. Gosh, in each category, and I would just make like you know just just observations on like each episode. And I did all two hundred and nineteen episodes, and it was just it was it was a fun thing. It was after the show ended. I decided to rewatch it from the start, and I had a lot of fun. Wow! You know, going back every once in a while, I'll I'll, I'll find like gonna come up in the memories on Facebook, and I'll mm-hmm. read it, and I'll just go, "Man, this wouldn't have flown today." So no, definitely <laughs> not. The um, that show was interesting. I, I think I got into it around season four. I know Doolin was watching it because he's a big Superman. I'm a big Superman fan, guy, yeah. and um, so I was yeah, aware of it and stuff. And I'm actually wearing a Superman shirt right hey. now. Hey, I'm wearing a Star I'm Wars shirt. Oh, we didn't talk about our costumes yet today. Oh, but, we'll get into um, it. All right, but the uh, anyway, um, we got somebody brought it to work and we watched it at lunch. Like that was the lunch hour they played Smallville, and like <laughs> it was funny because like everybody kind of hung out and watched that season, mm-hmm. and it, it was neat. You know, it was, it was a fun show. Well, it was it, it was funny because like they they kind of built their own um, DC universe continuity there over time, mm-hmm. which yeah. again, my point stands. The show went on for way too flipping long, but but without like, that show, we yeah, wouldn't have. But the I MCU mean, but like now, we you know? well, I mean, we would probably still have. But it, it's funny because yeah. like they built their own continuity with the JSA, with their own version of the Justice League, you know, with uh, right. But yeah. what I'm saying is like that show was done well. You know, at that mm-hmm. time, and, and yeah. yeah, well, there's nothing like it's it at the time. Of those types of shows, you know, they didn't really last more than this. That went on ten years. I mean, those shows didn't last for you know, for right, long right. I mean, now you have well, that helps bring Arrow and bring a whole Arrowverse and create right. all those crossover oh, things. Cool, yeah. Well, you know, it, 
when I saw Tom Welling and uh, Michael Rosenbaum at uh, their their Smallville panel at DragonCon just a couple years ago. Oh, dude, I already um, on that. Oh, it was yeah. it was a great panel. They were doing I great. But it. Tom, but Tom Welling even said he was like, "Hey, listen, you know, I, I have a mad respect for the CW and everything that they're doing, but keep in mind." We did it first, and every and like in the crowd, yeah. just like erupted in cheers. You know? Oh, I bet, yeah, <laughs> they love that. Michael, yeah. Michael Rosenbaum was great in a show called Impastor, mm-hmm. where he was he was like a drug. He was kind of like like kind of like in with like some like wrong like seedy people, okay. and he accidentally like you know like he's there when this priest like commits like suicide. Oh gosh! He takes the guys just just on the run. He just takes this guy's identity, just like he gets mistaken for him, and like he winds up being the new pastor of this town that hasn't seen this guy That's before. So he's like, yes, I am this guy. And he's like, of course, like, you know, he's, he's, you know, trying to sleep with this one girl. He's like, you know, doing all these things that like, you know, a pastor would yeah. do all while the people who he owes money to are looking for him. You know what that sounds like, like, man? I, I what it, was, but it was, it, it ended on a cliffhanger, which kind of sucked. They didn't renew it, but, um, it was hilarious. And he was just fantastic. And he was just outstanding. When Mel and my wife and I watched that all the time. That's awesome. I think it went, I think it went like two seasons before they, uh, they bagged it, but it was, um, it was funny as hell just watching him play, <laughs> play a priest that like was completely not a priest. It was, it was, it was, it was, <laughs> so and, that- like dealing with the town that it was just like, what is up with this guy? But, like all the people like, liked him <laughs> because he was so like cool, but like also like the old, like, the funny duddies were like, kind of like this guy is not becoming of a priest. He's like, no shit. <laughs> yeah yeah that that sounds like that show where the guy becomes the sheriff um i can't remember the name oh, of it right yeah, now we watched the, a couple home, the guy that played homelander uh forget the actor's yeah, name it yeah it was it was a good show and he, he he's like a criminal art thief or something he's, he's a con artist of, yeah con artist and then he ends up becoming oh, okay. the sh- what what was it i don't remember that one I, oh I, my god I, you I know what i i actually we watched a couple on, episodes of it i actually so yeah he's gonna look it up but it's with the the actor who plays homelander and we watched it really him yeah, it yeah, is him, yeah, isn't it? It's the same. It does. Oh, he doesn't man. look like him, but yeah, it's him. But uh, yeah, so he's. It's it's actually with the. What's that? <laughs> I see Amanda saying, "Hey, on the." Oh, hey, what's up? Oh, hey, Amanda. What's up, Amanda? Yeah, but it's the uh, the actor who plays uh, Homelander. Banshee, dude. Banshee was it? Are yeah, you sure Banshee. that's the name of it? Yeah, that's it right there. From Alan Bell, the creator of True Blood, comes to the thrilling cinema actor that. True blood okay, was cool yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, so anyways, he's like a con artist that comes in and like in the day he rolls into town, the sheriff gets murdered. Um or, I mean, no, I'm sorry. No, he rolls into town. He like no, no. steals his identity. Well, yeah, yeah, the sheriff, nobody had met the sheriff yet. Um the he that he was coming in to take the job of sheriff. Nobody met him and he gets murdered not by the main character. But the main character well, that's is like, that's basically the same thing as in Pastor. He was coming into town to become the new pastor, and the guy winds up dying, and it's the same. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very similar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, similar, similar storylines, and, and, and a cool show, man. Because you, you know, he ends up like sleeping in the like the upstairs from the bar or whatever yeah. the guy owns, and that guy's like a reformed criminal, and they're all <laughs> criminals. You know, it's nuts. Well, I gotta look into that one. Yeah, I, I actually watched. Um, I don't think I ever finished it, but uh, I it, it was good, man. It was good. It was entertaining. You know, different, a little different, right? Yeah. Sorry, good we're deal. talking about TV shows, not comics. No, that's all, it's yeah. all good, man. This is awesome, Charles. I haven't good. talked to you in a while, so it's it's good to that's it's good to hear from you. Yeah, you this is great. Uh, I had my question, but you me? you answered you answered my question, and it wasn't as cool of a question as I thought it was. Anyway, because you know <laughs> we talked about the uh, we talked about the uh, the Deadpool Wolverine fight prior, and then I asked you about Wolverine, you know yeah. like Phoenix and 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 uh, Scarlet so, Witch fighting, but really, honestly, you know. That it, it that was it was it was a fun conversation, but it wasn't. You 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 opened my eyes it's to a lot about how superheroes actually work. 
I mean, it, it really depends, like, on, like, what area you're looking at. Because it's one of the funny things about Jean Grey is they're so inconsistent. She was never actually Phoenix. She was supposed to be. Okay. And, and Chris Claremont wanted to kill her off permanently. But then they got the idea to do X Factor, and that brought back the original five team. That was Bob Layton doing that in the in, in the eighties. Yeah. And to do that, they had the Fantastic Four discover a body underneath the waters of Jamaica Bay, which is where the shuttle went down, where Phoenix emerged from, and they found Jean Grey's body in there in a cocoon. Wow. And like an Adam Warlock cocoon. Yeah, kind of like that. But okay. it, it turned out that the Phoenix Force had actually like bonded with her when they were in space, and it took her form. So the Oh, nope, we lost you. The first oh, time you broke up. There we go. Yeah. Died during. Oh. Ah, uh, we lost you again. Phoenix Saga wasn't actually Gene Gray. You know, Tara of the Phoenix. Never was the one. Got me. Sometimes yeah. it gets a little crazy over here. Yeah. Uh, there yeah, you go. You, 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 were, du- you were ducking in right, and out yeah. there for a second. Yeah. It's all right. It's all good. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's all right. We, we, we get yeah, it. Gene Gray's body was found. Cocoon underwater. She was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, she was supposed to be the avatar for you know for the for the Phoenix Force, but she wasn't the one that her body wasn't the one that died during Dark Phoenix Saga. Okay. It was always underneath the water, and that was what the retcon that they did to introduce the original team back you know together to unite for X Factor. Interesting. So it was um it's interesting because like because then later on I mentioned Brian Michael Bendis having angry sex with continuity <laughs> when he wrote X Men. He had a whole trial of Jean Grey, and they were like holding her on trial and stuff oh. like that. And like it was acting as if she knew. It's like no, she was the Avatar. It took her form, but she wasn't in control. She was never actually the Phoenix in those in those right. instances. Right. Right. Yeah. But when Phoenix was at her like full on like crazy, she was eating suns because she was hungry. Sounds like Galactus. Amanda, just so you know, Amanda's <laughs> chiming in and said Scarlet Witch would destroy Jean even as the Dark well, Phoenix. Love Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Scarlet Witch is cool. Yeah. Yeah, and she—I mean, I mean, she had like you know, like a manic episode and like rewrote reality. Right, know? right. So, I mean, like that's someone you know. But she's again—it's—it's—it's it's, it's just like kind of like in the movies. It's—it's it's like they kind of like have to temper her power down because it's so grand. And right. Her son, Wicked, who is—he's now—he's the king consort is his title. His mm-hmm. husband, um, Hulkling, he was on. They were both on the Young Avengers together. Hulkling is the son of the original Captain Marvel, who was a Kree. And right. This um, this female scroll empress. So he's the rightful. He's Doric the Eighth. He's the rightful emperor of the scroll. Cool. And since the scroll and the Kree empires kind of finally came together to fight this common enemy, the Kotadi, he became the emperor of both of them. So his husband Wiccan, who is um, Scarlet Witch's son, mm-hmm. is known as the King Consort. That's his like official royal title. Ah. But like he is also like today, just just reading today's issue of um, Captain Marvel, uh, they the, the two of them are in it, and like he was freaking out because you know someone these bad guys came after his husband, and he almost like rewrote reality just just like she does because like if he loses it because he's he's got that power. So they kind of have to keep nerfing them in the comics to like make yeah. it convenient. Like if you look at Scarlet Witch from Civil War, where she's just tossing cars and, and breaking a sweat to right. the power jump she has in WandaVision, where she's rewriting reality constantly. And then what she has in like you know the multiverse movie with uh, Doctor Strange, you got to find a way when you introduce these gigantic super characters. Right. You know, you've got to like you know, and you know, I see Amanda talking about the Magneto backstory. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Amanda's she's, in the she's chat. Omega level mutant. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't know if they will do the Magneto because I, I mentioned on an earlier episode they 
because of the pissing contest that Ike Permalter and Marvel <laughs> were having with, the, um, with Fox owning the rights to the movies and not the MCU, he right. put an edict out that no writer was allowed to create new characters for X Men books mm-hmm. because he didn't want to have any create any sort of like IP that would like, you know potentially make money for the enemy as opposed to the MCU proper. So he had the, he basically forced Rick Reminger to write this story yeah. where they're not mutants anymore. The Scarlet Witch and right. and Quicksilver, not only are they not mutants, but they've never shared any blood with Magneto. That was all a lie. Yeah. That was this grandiose plan of high retcon. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they, they may retcon that retcon if they see the, if they see you the can't double tramp. You can't double retcon. stamp a triple stamp. Yeah, you can't triple stamp a double stamp. It's just been done so many double times. Double retcon. I can't even keep my. It's, it's hard to keep straight. I, I don't know how I keep all this stuff straight without losing my mind. You know what? We don't know how you do either, but you do an amazing job. <laughs> of it. We appreciate it. There's a lot, so that's all I got for this week. Unless you guys got anything else, I'm good. No, no I don't no, think. I don't. I think, perfect, you, you've brother. More, you've more yeah. than delivered on the weekly comic book news, man, <laughs> and, then, and then some. Again, it's great to talk to you. I'm going to actually dive into um, Infinity War. Finally, uh, I haven't cracked it yet. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, pretty excited about that. And uh, I'm sure it'll spark conversations and sending pictures of pages back and forth, so it'll be fun. Yeah, war is, war is a good one, especially when you get to the twists of, like, you know, like towards, like, you know, the, 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 the second half of it. The first half is a lot of fun set up. That was one of the big Marvel events that I remember um, as a kid. I was maybe, like, eighth grade or so when that came out, maybe. Nice. And uh, seventh, eighth grade. And that was this wide-scale crossover that had a lot of it deals with Oops. doppelgangers being created mm, nice. of different characters and there were so many issues where like you know you know reed richards was fighting evil reed richards and okay. spider-man was fighting we get like you no know, that's where we get the spider the, the, the doppelganger spider-man that has like the crazy arms and the, and the t- mm-hmm. cool Pete that becomes like a big villain when you get into the um, maximum orange storyline years later okay he carried over from the infinity the war that's where his origins were so uh, a lot of cool stuff setting up in the beginning and then this, the back half is all cosmic crazy yeah it's gonna be nuts man I, i'm excited we'll get so, into that yeah, though when exactly. when i when i start reading it and stuff though yeah yeah excellent yeah charles man thank you so much for hopping on with us and chatting comic books with us for a while man it's always a good time oh, always a blast dude awesome conversation and uh i'm gonna hit you up uh, just right. in general and i can't wait to talk to you man yeah good deal man let me know all right. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Safe. Take care. Bye Charles Bass Rap, Comic Man, signing off, guys. Thank you so Bye much guys. for hanging out with us, man. Thanks. Oh, uh, man. As, as you know, I say it every man. time. I say it every time he chimes in with us, but I always say, always a good time with Comic Man, dude. Do you have to do anything in the. No, I think no, he just hangs up. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, we're good yeah, on that. Yeah, that was awesome, man. That was yeah, good, um, good I got a little bit of bad news, unfortunately. Uh, Uncle Chuck hit me up while we were talking oh, to yeah. Comic Man to say, uh, I, I can't do your stupid zippity zoomundo. Zippity doodah podcasts because I'm busy tonight. So he's old. He had to go to sleep. Yeah, Uncle Chuck. <laughs> Uncle Chuck isn't going to be chiming in tonight, unfortunately. But that's okay because okay. we still we still got a couple more things to we'll talk about here. So next time, yeah, we'll have him back here next time, of course. Yeah. But uh, and hopefully we'll have Charles back here pretty soon too. But um, let's jump. It's hey man, it's spooky season. It is, and sometimes things get spooky. Sometimes, sometimes they get. Mysterious and mysterious. So let's uh, let's go ahead and we're gonna jump into some mysterious world. Here we go. Hey, guess what? Is yeah, I've got a I've got a what? good old fashioned American ghost story for you. For I'm excited mysterious for this world. This I'm, is a good I'm sorry. one. I'm also like this is actually sorry that I want to talk everything because like I was like 
I'm so excited for Mysterious World. I just want to like Mysterious World. Like, <laughs> no, talk over it. Man. No, it's hilarious. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna get into some. Uh, we're gonna get into like one of the most famous hauntings in American history, which I, I just came across. What's up? Never mind. You said it perfect. Okay. Cool. Uh, we're gonna talk about the. Are you, are you getting a drink? Can you I wanna, can make all right. Cool. He's 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 getting up. I'm gonna have him make me a drink while I talk here for a second. He can. He's still here. He can hear us. Um, so we're gonna talk about one of the most famous American hauntings, and this is gonna be the Bell Witch. Now this started. Sometime around 18, actually, no, it didn't start around. It started in 1817 in Tennessee. Um, 1817, yeah. So this is this is going back a ways. Now, it ended more or less in 1821. However, there were still some other things that happened after 1821. We're going to get into it here with the Bell Witch. You guys, you've heard of the Blair Witch, obviously. This is not to be confused with the Blair Witch. This is the Bell Witch. So, let's talk about it. So, uh, this uh, takes place in, um, as I said, in Tennessee on this farm. Uh, I think it was called Red River at the time. Uh, in modern day, I think it's been renamed to Adams, Tennessee. The first unusual thing that happened on this farm, uh, there's a, a man named John Bell owned this farm. And sometime in 1817, he saw what he described as a dog with the head of a rabbit in his cornfield. So he uh, he has his gun with him because I think everybody just had a gun in 1817. Like, you know, little kids carry guns around. It's fine. So he uh, he shot at it, and it ran away. Um, didn't think anything else of it at the time. He's like, I just saw some weird-looking creature out there in the woods. I shot at it. It's gone. Whatever. Um, but then things started to happen on the Bell Farm. Uh, first, there were... Thank you. First, there were uh, knocking on the walls in the house, and uh, the children would say that the covers were pulled off of them in the night while they were trying to sleep. Oh, so now we have kind of like a standard poltergeist kind of thing happening, right? Like we have we have a full blown haunting happening on this farm. Um, John, his wife Lucy, and all of the children in the house saw apparitions or dis like. Bodies basically walking around the house, like actual ghosts. Yeah, they saw. Yeah, they reported having seen apparitions in and around the house and heard strange noises there. Okay, but it doesn't stop there. There's more stuff. There's more stuff that happens. So this gets wild. Um, one of John's sons said that he saw a giant bird on the property. Um, John's daughter Betsy said that she saw a girl in a green dress on a rope swing outside. Like, they had never seen this girl before, but there's a girl in a green dress. She's on a rope swing outside. Um, one of the, uh, one of the, can can you say the S-L-A-V-E-S word on I, TikTok? I don't sure. know. The, the prisoner with jobs, as, uh, as the collector would say. I just, I don't know if it's going to get you kicked off of TikTok, so I just have to be careful with my language. Yeah, fair um, enough. One of the workers on the farm um, said that he was followed by a black dog while he was working in the fields. Um, now, a lot of paranormal investigators today will tell you Ghosts can't physically harm you. They're more of a, uh, a psychological threat, right? Depends on which movie you watch. Well, yeah. But they'll tell you that ghosts can't physically harm you. But um, this story is the exception to the rule. Ooh. Um, Spicy. So soon, the family heard knocking and choking noises throughout the house Ugh. 
invisible dogs. Like they sounded like there was dog fights happening in the house. Rats, um, rats in the walls and on the beds. That could have been a thing, though. That could have. I mean, well, they heard the sound of rats gnawing well, I mean, on the beds. There could be rats in their house. It's the eighteen, yeah. whatever. And well, and then there's just chains being dragged along the floors at night. That's not normal. Yeah, uh, the children had their bed sheets ripped off of them, and then the next morning they would have scratches on them. Oh wow! And hair pulling. They would say that they had their hair pulled. Um, and then Betsy, the youngest daughter, she apparently got it worse with like visible marks appearing on her body from the abuse. So she wow. was actually like marked up. Okay. That's crazy. Um, so the story still doesn't stop there. We're going to get into it. Um, now, this goes into a historical figure uh, known to history as President Andrew Jackson. Um, now, he was General Jackson at the time. So okay. this was before he was president. Before, so, yeah, before the And this is this whole story is sourced from the uh, Tennessee State Library Archives. Ooh, so, it's, so that I feels mean, legit. There, it, yeah, there's feels, there's, there's a little good. bit of weight behind this story. I like um, this. So the general and future president, Andrew Jackson, actually owned a property in Red River, Tennessee. So he he frequented the area quite a bit. And three of John Bell's sons actually served under him. Old Johnny in Bell. The, in the military. So when word of this haunting reached him, mm-hmm. he... He told John Bell, "Like I'm, go- I'm going to come to your farm and investigate this with a, with with a battalion of men." So right? a lot, a lot of these guys were kind of. I, I don't mean to derail the story, but you know, yeah. were like bigger than life characters. I don't, I don't know if Andrew Jackson was, but um, that sounds like something like some that you, someone you read about, like early America. Well, I'll go check out that ghost. You know, yeah, like, I mean that. Like that, bravado, I mean, that kinda, really sounds you know, like, like an Andrew Jackson move, though. Yeah, doesn't let me, it? let me send that. Didn't yeah. he, didn't he get in a gunfight like at the White House? Like, I mean, this guy's like. I think so. I mean, he also survived yeah. an assassination attempt. Didn't yeah, he? yeah. This dude's like he's 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 not he's he well, wasn't I'm not saying he's not all there. He's he's out there. Like he's he's wild. You know. He's like, yeah, ghost. Like, yeah, I'll be a Ghostbuster. <laughs> so, so, anyways, he he makes his way to uh, to the Bell Farm, and he brings men with him, right? So he's not okay. the only ones. He well, has, th- that make you feel better. You yeah. got somebody to drink some bourbon with, right? Yeah, exactly. It's Tennessee. So Tennessee uh, whiskey. As soon as they enter the property, the wagon gets immediately stuck, and Jackson. Oh, that's gonna be horrible. Andrew Jackson curses the the Bell Witch. And um, he knows right away. It's he's like, he's like, ah, oh, damn you! He's, he's yeah. sailing the Demeter. The, 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 the sail flickers. He's like, yeah. ah, Dracula! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, curses foiled again. Um, but uh, apparently, a disembodied voice came. Okay, that freaked out the men. That said, I will see you again tonight. Ooh. That's not normal. That's not normal, right? Like and everybody heard it, and everybody heard it. Yeah, as as the story goes, of course, right? Um, so one of one of Andrew Jackson's men on the scene was a self proclaimed witch hunter. Um, yes, dude, and, this is awesome. And he had a gun loaded with a silver bullet. Of, of course, he does. Which yeah. he said. It would kill any evil spirit that they came across, right? <laughs> this is great. Which is just really silly because what's a bullet going to do against this is the like, spirit? Yeah, Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, this is wild. Uh, as soon as he says this, he started to like just get up and jump around in a panic, saying he was being poked and beaten, like they're like like knife, like uh, not knife, uh, pinpricks, basically. Oh wow. Um, and Those so, are called no seams, and they bite the crap yeah, out of yeah, you. Yeah, right. Yeah, welcome to Tennessee, baby. Yeah. Um, as soon as he says, uh, he, he, he jumps around, obviously, and then the the men came, uh, I'm sorry, the voice came again saying that another fraud would soon be revealed. And by this point, 
Jackson's men were done. They're like, all right, we've so seen this it. Scared them, though. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. These, so these, uh, these military men were like, nope, we've seen enough. This place is evil. Oh wow, we're getting, we're getting out of here. We're, we're going to be done. Okay, um, but Andrew Jackson, being Andrew Jackson, said, no, you're not. You're going to stay here for for another night. Quick, crying. Let's do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So um, now there's, and this is where I start to my, my bullshit meter goes off a okay, little bit yeah. if it hasn't already. I mean, this but, is a wild story. Yeah, like, this is yeah. A, this is a wild tale. But this is but this is the legend. So that's what we're telling right yeah. now. Now there's no accounts for what actually happened that night, but the story goes that the next morning, General Jackson was seen racing out of Red River, Tennessee, saying that he'd rather face the British at New Orleans than stay here another night. Well, if I'm not mistaken, he did face the British at New Orleans, right? Yeah. 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 And uh, with a bunch of pirates. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you, but that's like, that's an enemy you can see and face off with, you yeah, know that I must mean? Th- I mean, I feel like he's got some fairly stone resolve when it comes yeah. to that kind of stuff. So and he was, be and he crazy. was, he was pretty freaked out there by that. Uh, so. Well, I mean, maybe there's something to it. So, well, the story doesn't stop there, though. This, I, I this, like this. This, going, legend, yeah. this legend continues. Now we're going to talk about the legend continues. The death of John Bell, okay, under mysterious circumstances in 1820. Um, so as the years passed, the hauntings continued, and now we're going to 1820. So it's been about three years of this. Now John Bell began experiencing strange muscle twitches in his face, and it progressed to migraines, tingling sensations, uh, fatigue seizures like his his health is just in in serious decline at this point um and there's a lot of questions that's like what's happening so in december of 1820 john slips into a coma the following day on december on december 20th 1820 he dies quietly in his bed and so the family goes in and they find a mysterious vial Full of dark liquid in the kitchen cupboard that was, it was but they said it. They said they they it wasn't there previously. They don't know where it came from. So John Junior, his son, investigates the vial, and then the voice comes again Ooh. and says, and the voice said, "I gave old Jack a big dose of that last night, which fixed him." So what? So freaked out, John takes this. John Junior takes this vial. And throws it into the fire and explodes into blue flame and shoots up the chimney. Wow. But even after the death of John Bell, the haunting doesn't stop. Okay. Um, the witch focused on John's daughter, Betsy, um, and uh, began to follow her whenever she was with. So uh, Betsy's a little bit older now. She's with a man named Joshua. The Joshua is her fiance now. Um Whenever Joshua, whenever she was with Joshua, mm-hmm. um, the Bell Witch would pull her hair, beat her, shout threats and curses. And by March wow. of 1821, so this is only a few months after her father dies, she couldn't take it anymore. She breaks off her engagement with Joshua, and then the Bell Witch disappeared. So that's the end of the Bell Witch. Or hmm. is it? Or... <laughs> it might not be. It's not. Um, so the witch told Lucy that she was going, but she said, I will oh. return to you in seven years. Oh, this is like the ring, dude. Yeah, it kind of. Yeah, instead of seven <laughs> days, it's seven years. Seven years. In 1828, the Bell Witch reappeared to John Bell Jr., 
Okay. And stayed for three days speaking with him about the past, the present, and the future, and reportedly Interesting. made predictions about the Civil War, which at this at this time was still 30 years out. Right. You're saying this is 1810-ish, right? Uh, so we're in 1828 now. Okay. So, so we're so we're still like 30 years out from the 1860s, Civil War. 1860s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like over 30 years away. Wow. Now, she did say she would return um, after, like, so she left after that three-day period. Okay. But said that she would return again in 107 years, but no record of her reappearing in 1935. She went there and nobody was home. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Um, But it was the depression. So, like, everybody was walking around like a ghost. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Some of John Bell's descendants, however, that are living to this day, do claim to have seen her oh. or have had some sort of interaction with her. And uh, and cool, actually, and I saw I saw one of these via. You saw uh, there was a, but well, you I saw, saw her though. No, no. <laughs> there was an interview on the Travel Channel Ghost Hunt. There's some Travel Channel, Channel Ghost Hunting show. Some of those shows are interesting. Some yeah. of them are still. I watched silly. I watched some clips from it just you know for reference or whatever. Right. And they actually interviewed um, the descendant of John Bell, who was saying that who was basically saying that like yes he's he's seen he's seen the Bell Witch like wow. Bell Witch is still in our family. Okay. Like, we are kind of a haunted bloodline. The Bell Witch. The Bell Witch. Um, So this raises the question, who was the Bell Witch? I don't know. Um, Well, there's two theories as to who she was in life. Um, One states that she was was actually a Native American whose grave was disturbed when the Bell Farm was built on a burial ground on site. That's that's always There's like a couple things I know. You moved the headstones, but you didn't move the bodies. You don't, you don't, uh, you don't. Build on any burial ground. <laughs> that's, that's a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, and then there was another theory. So Pet there's cemetery. two theories. <laughs> no. Um, that she was the ghost of an actual witch who lived in the area at the time, okay. who basically was kind of a recluse named Kate Batts, who was just basically known for being a crazy old witch in town, essentially. Like, maybe just a crazy lady? Or yeah. Like a I mean, crazy, I mean like an she, actual was, witch. she could have been an actual witch. I don't know. Well, we just um, talked about like we. I, I forget what I was watching, but people were actually claiming to be like werewolves and stuff during the Salem Witch. Oh house. yeah, that was the that like, was the the so show we, with. Um, so we saw we saw the thing where they they're like, you know, people are like, oh, it's just misinterpretation and blah blah blah, and then mm-hmm. somebody blames you're a witch and then you're a witch. But then then there's like other people that were like, there's recorded. They came out and they're like, no, I'm a witch. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm like no, no, like I'm a real witch. So I mean, like, who knows? Like, this is crazy, you know? Like, well, I mean, being a witch is basically just just a religious practice. I mean, it's just, it's just a spiritual or religious practice, right? Like, I guess it's not really that I, much I, to it. Now. I don't know. If you're casting magic and flying around and stuff, it's crazy. Um, well, we're gonna talk a little bit about like uh, the theories behind, like you know how we we, we tell the story, obviously, right, right, right. And then I, I do my best to try to debunk things. Well, um, no, you. We we investigate that. We investigate things. So it's science. When I went into investigating the story behind the Bell Witch, here's what I came up with. Um, so first of Pray all, tell. first of all, many would believe. Many would believe, and I believe as well that this is kind of a, a work of American folklore that has been exaggerated nah, greatly over the years. You know what I mean? Like you know, like listen, this is this is going back like 200 years. Everything starts with like a nugget of truth. There might have been some strange happenings or whatever, but this is like this has been something that's been built up I, over the course of 200 years, I, right? I, I got to give a shout out to my friend Tugs, man. He used to say the funniest thing. He's like, "Hey, never let the truth get in the way of a good story." Exactly. Mate. Yeah, he's my buddy from New Zealand. He's, he, and, but but he would say that like when you're telling a story, like because yeah. he would be like, oh, "This is clearly like BS." Yeah, right? exactly. like, yeah, yeah. But that's but I mean, but that's honestly yeah. what i do with these things is like 
I, I tell the story first. Yeah. yeah. Because, because we, want, story, we want to hear the, we actually, hear the story. I'm, I'm pretty stoked about this. Yeah. One of my favorite ones so far. This has been a good one, I think. Um, so, but let's talk about uh, one of the leading theories about like what happened with this thing uh, as a whole. And we'll talk about like how okay. it actually lines up yeah. with like reality. And it kind of explains a couple of things. So uh, one theory revolves around that uh, there was a man named Richard, Richard Powell. Now, Richard Powell was Bessie Bell's teacher. I worked with a guy named Richard Powell. Really? Is he, is he immortal? Does he have inside know. him that's blood scary. of kings? Yeah, that's just wild. Yeah. <laughs> is he a Highlander? I think it's a coincidence. Um, but Powell was uh, 11 years older than Betsy, and he was uh, he was very much in love with her. Okay. Um, and very like visibly and publicly like stated his uh, his disappointment when uh, Betsy became en- engaged to Joshua Gardner. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was also rumored to have knowledge of the occult. Um, ventriloquism and horticulture. Ventriloquism, so, like the Dungeons and Dragons trait. Yeah. Well, I mean, he could he could talk without moving his yeah, lips. Yeah, that's he could, pretty he interesting. Throw, he can throw. If his you've voice. ever seen like like some of the guys don't do it, but people who do it, it's like whoa, yeah. that's that's right? weird. Yeah. Um, so if anybody in the world could, uh, or if anybody not in the world, but anybody in their circle could pull off something like this, okay, it would have been him. And horticulture is like plants and stuff, right? Right. Yeah, plants and stuff like you know. Poisons, in other words. Ooh. Yeah. So okay. we're, we're getting into that. Now, this theory is strengthened Crazy. by the fact that Powell did indeed marry Betsy after she broke off her engagement with Joshua Gardner. Okay. So after, um, you know, the Bell Witch saying, like, I'm not going to stop torturing you until you leave this man, why would why would this that's ghost... That's a very specific request. Right, exactly. And, and that's basically what happened. Now, we're going to talk to an expert from a local university named Dr. Megan Mann, who was interviewed on the subject. And she said that uh, John Bell Jr. talked about all these strange medical symptoms that his father was having. And a lot of them sounded very neurological as someone who knows, uh, you know, and she was saying as someone who knows a bit about things like biochemistry and right. toxicology. Okay. Now, Mann noted that arsenic was a commonly used poison in the early 19th century. the one that's in like apple seeds or something? Uh, uh, yeah, but I think it's like... A, it's a it's, tiny... Yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. so like yeah, that's negligible. Why they, when yeah. we were kids, they are like, don't eat that. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's like it's such a tiny amount yeah. that it's not going to do anything to yeah. you. It's but poison, man, don't yeah. eat that. But yeah. man noted that arsenic was a commonly used poison in that time, and long-term wow. exposure to the element would have caused the symptoms such as Muscle twitches, trouble swallowing, oh, like a slow demi- poisoning, yeah, like a slow, oh. like a slow burn on Far the poisoning, out. right? So, additionally, and here's the other thing: arsenic burns blue if you throw so it into you the fire. There. Wow. Ah, okay. Right. Now it's getting now. So this here. Like this us. is going to explain the colorful explosion when John Jr. threw it into the fireplace. And man, Doctor Man, who was interviewed for this, believes that somebody. Perhaps someone from the church who didn't like Bell, the Bell family, okay. or Doctor Richard Powell, or one of the uh, one of the workers on the farm, slowly poisoned John Bell over the course of three years, finally finishing the job in 1820. Wow! So she uh, she continued. If you look at the neurological wow. symptoms, there he is. Those are often uh, times caused by heavy metal poisoning. Well, so, so heavy metal poisoning is probably pretty bad too. Like, yeah, like we can get like mercury, or right. Like you know, lead poisoning or something like that. Yeah. 
So uh, sufficient evidence. I think I, I think to say that maybe there was some strange happenings know, on the this farm. This is cool, man. Strange happenings on the on on, strange on the Bell farm. Happenings on but the I Tennessee don't, farm. I don't know if it was uh, quite the ghost story that it's been built up to be over the years. So what? So all right. Uh, what do you think scared the troops? Slash, I mean, this is before PA systems. You can't just like have a microphone and be like, "Hey, you guys, get off my mouth." Yeah, yeah I know. Like, that's a great. Yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't. How I, do you scare like several armed guys? I, I assume they're armed anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, Tennessee's big woods and stuff. It's before. Or you know, I mean, if that's up, like either that or you know maybe that's uh, or maybe there was. Well, a ghost. we'll say Andrew Jackson wasn't president at the I'm time. I'm not saying there's aliens. Maybe maybe if he could talk about like how he faced off with a ghost though. Like, that's that's great conversation. Come on, it, the great conversation starter. But if this guy's campaigning, right? And like, think about this. Like, but these like, are different times. All right, though, man. no, no TikTok, no, no podcast. Right? I'm campaigning. I'm like, yeah, but I fought a ghost. Like, <laughs> like you're gonna just be like, no, you didn't. It's, a, it's the this Veronica Vaughn. This thing. is the like, 1820s, like, though. You that know? ghost. That ghost. And yeah. you're like, N- no, you didn't. Well, <laughs> you can imagine if I did. <laughs> you know, like, like that's so silly, right? Um, but you know, I mean, there's 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 great ghost stories in, in Washington D.C. Uh, we were just having a conversation how about place gets creepy at night. You know, oh, you're yeah. walking through old buildings and stuff like that, and it's it's uh, it's far out. And there's one that where like a ghost. I I heard that one. I think it was a Gettysburg or something. Where like the ghost is like in DC from Gettysburg or something looking for his wife or something like real crazy stuff. And people still see it. You know what I mean? Who knows? I don't know, maybe we'll do like a haunted, uh, a haunted DC episode or something. We should do a, we should do like a haunted tour somewhere. Those are fun. I do. I know. I'm, I'm, do, I'm doing no. one on Friday. What? I'm doing one on Friday. Like me, tomorrow? Uh, yeah, tomorrow. Oh, wicked! That sounds fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. Me and Sharice signed up for a haunted tour. Awesome, tomorrow man. Night, well, so, yeah. I, first of all, have fun with that. Second of all, I maybe hope, I'll I talk hope. about it on the show. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that that's awesome. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a good time. Sweet. Well, that's uh, that's mysterious world. What do you think about the Bell Witch? You know anything yeah, about it? Sweet. Write us at Zumundo at Outlook.com. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> a pretty cool story, though. I mean, I I don't know. Like, anytime you put like some history even if it's fake right like it just makes it more fun i think like i said man it's 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 about telling like, like it's, if teddy roosevelt said he fought a ghost and, and a grizzly bear in the same month like you'd be like yeah man all right let's let's yeah let's just cool like yeah like just funny stuff like that you're like all right just oh, go man. with it it's like what like when when you become like when are we old enough to where we just say crazy stuff and then people are like yeah just go with it he fought a ghost yeah but why not why not yeah, yeah. Uncle Keith, yeah, he fought a ghost. Sure, why not? Sure. Well, that's going to be it for Mysterious World today, guys. And, uh, you know, a lot of times, sometimes we'll, uh, we we check in with Uncle Chuck. Uncle Chuck's not going to make it tonight. So we're going to go to our final our final uh, <laughs> bit of the evening before we before we close oh, out the show. Oh, man, this is this is going to be fun. Why is so it dark? This is Ooh. our this is our uh, our newest bit that we just started doing a couple weeks ago, and we're having a lot of fun with this one, guys. It's, this is where I, I I go to a chat GPT thing, and I give it some parameters and ask it to write me a quick scene. What? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You were a huge convert topic of conversation this week because people are like, "How do you guys do that? Do like, what? does he have a subscription to it? Or oh, no, like, I don't know how this works. No, no. You can just I you can like, like just like, go online. All I'm and- saying is, I don't even know where it comes from. It's just magic. <laughs> it's AI. Dulan yeah. has the the uh, the singularity like in the palm of his hand. And, that's and, where we uh, get this stuff and I'll tell you where the inspiration for this came from. There you, was, I think, I, I don't know if it week. was an AI created image because it's getting hard to tell, or if this was actually a, a picture. But there was a picture of a man from like 
like the eighteen hundreds or maybe early nineteen hundreds that okay. like looks exactly like Vin Diesel <laughs> in like in this costume and he's and not costume like in like the old timey clothes and like a black and white photo and he's okay. standing next to a like a, like one of those old time like bicycles with the big giant front wheel I oh, think like, uh, you're talking about a big wheel yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and then oh like, no 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 that's a different thing you're a penny uh, uh, you know what they're it, called it's I called don't a penny know. thing or something like where it had a giant wheel and like a little wheel in yeah, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's, there's a, a picture. That. Yeah. Penny, there's a penny. F- oh man. There, anyways, there's a picture yeah. that went viral this week, and I started to think about that. I was like, you know, it would be funny if we did like an old timey Fast and the Furious type thing. And I was like, well, what's what's more old timey and classic than Shakespeare? So I went to I went to this ChatGPT and I said, hey, I need you to write me a Fast and the Furious scene in the style. Penny farthing. A, a penny farthing. Thank yeah. you. Well, great. That's a, that's a thing I know now. In the style of William Shakespeare. So we're gonna get into it in a uh, in an so AI scripted theater. We, what? Go ahead. Yeah. No. Like let's let's do it. And then we can talk about the Fast and Furious because this well, is hold a on. Fun it's not it's yet. not the Fast and the Furious. Oh, what is it? It's the Expeditious and the Vindictive, a William oh, Shakespeare production. All right. All right. And I will be playing. You okay? So here? you will be playing the role of uh, Deckard, which is uh, Jason Statham. In the Fast and the Furious movies. All right, movies. let's do it. And I will be playing the role of uh, Dominic Toretto or Vin Diesel. I apologize for this. my bad accent here. <laughs> I've been, uh, Amanda says she's been wanting to hear this. Well, you're about to hear it. So please enjoy our Shakespearean, I'm sorry, please enjoy our Shakespearean production of The Expeditious and The Vindictive. Now for another edition of AI Theater Presents Scripted Delights. AI Theater Presents Scripted Delights. Here we are. We have some music for you to set the scene of William Shakespeare's The Expeditious and The Vindictive. First, Dom will speak, and I am playing the role of Dominic Toretto. Thou deemst thou canst outpace me. I'm only giving this as much uh, physical or emo- emotion as Vin Diesel does. So uh, that's as, as good as it's going to be. Here we go. Thou deemst that thou canst outpace, outpace me, Shaw. Thou shalt prove thy mettle. Oh, I intend to, Toretto. That's, that's a great, that's Behold a great one. Behold the I love wonders it. the steed can perform. That is... That is a really good uh, Jason Statham. Do you know who I am? (laughs) Thou may possess gadgets of grandeur, but I wield pure horsepower. Let us witness who is the swifter I am, Groot. (laughs) Do not belittle the might of technology, (laughs) Dom. It is not solely about speed, but cunning strategy. Strategy shan't preserve thee when we taketh flight. Tis courage and instinct that shall prevail. We shall ascertain that soon enough. Prepare thyself, Toretto. This ride shall be of epic proportions. As they approach the jump, both cars rev their engines, poised to take flight. The anticipation mounts, and with a surge of speed, they soar through the air side by side. Who shall all right first and claimeth victory? And scene. Thank you so much for joining us in our production of the 
Expeditious and the Vindictive, a William Dude. Shakespeare production. All right, we got to we got to break character here, man. This movie is like full of hilarity. You can play that music again. That was great. Oh, I, I just uh, I exited. Anyway, um, Pete Holmes. Hey, <laughs> um, but the. Um, Dude, the Fast and the Furious, like, oh, I live my life one gallop at a time. Like, <laughs> there's so many things that AI could have done with that, uh, which is kind of funny. But that's what's wild about these scenes. The the Pam um, scene from last week was actually very accurate. Amanda to the show. said she would watch that movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would be hilarious. I'm sure. Um, but like, this is this is uh, this has been a cool little adventure. The 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 character within a character within a character yeah. well, uh, was, I, was funny. That, I, I'll like, keep on doing this until I run out of ideas for it, and then maybe I'll take a break from it. And then if I get another idea, right. you know, I just it's just one of those things. It's like you don't want to run it into the ground too hard, but so, uh, you know, you just do it until until it's not funny anymore. I was talking to some intellectuals today, and mm-hmm. they we were discussing. I was like, "Oh, this is what we're doing tonight," and they're like. Where do you guys come up with this stuff? And they go right when, here in my head, man. And and honestly, somebody give us a, a little bit of kudos. They're like, when this pops, like it's over. <laughs> like you guys are gonna blow up. But um, <laughs> I, and that, that was very nice of them to say that. But um, yeah, this is a lot of fun, man. This is something I never thought I'd be into. I'm doing voice acting again. Like <laughs> yeah. what the heck, man? Like not that I was ever much of a voice actor, but um, this is cool, man. It's fun. It's, it's great getting Tyler on here. Like this is a. I'm excited about this part of the show. Yeah, no, no, it's it's, um, a, it's a fun thing. And, and also, we'll, the, the, oh, no, no, what was that? We I used said to we make gonna... so many jokes about this like what did what did i say oh Ferris? we're gonna do bugs bunny and maybe we'll do like cartoon characters bugs bunny in the walking dead and the, <laughs> yeah, so it'll be next week we'll do like bugs yeah, bunny Jack, uh, in in the zombie apocalypse I, yeah that would be hilarious. maybe we'll have like two maybe we'll have like two comic book or I, the two cartoon characters and i zombie imagine apocalypse. him and like wiley like actually using wiley coyote to like well, he doesn't bugs bunny, well bugs is smart right but him just talking trash to zombies the entire time yeah that's why you need two characters yeah as he's like using wiley no i'm just saying like if this was a movie you know mm-hmm. like using wiley's like crafty things to blow things up <laughs> marvin the martians hanging out like all kinds of weird stuff you know right. with them like that would be a really funny show like, <laughs> um Anyway, yeah, this this is great, man. You know time. what? Uh, so we're uh, we're on episode twenty three now. Yeah, I didn't say that before. Michael uh, Jordan's number. So you know we got about uh, maybe about six more months or so, and then we're gonna go to our one year anniversary. So we're like halfway it's to our quick, one year. Man, it's coming fast. And yeah. I think I think that when we do our one year anniversary, we got to do something really special for it. Uh, that would be think, cool. Yeah. You know what I think we should we, we should don't, do. We still haven't decided how long seasons are gonna be, right? Uh, maybe maybe every year. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But I think maybe we should do like maybe like an eight hour all day marathon or and we'll have that like, would be great. We'll have different people like in and out all day. Well, and and, kind of and we've talked about doing the live streams. We're live streaming right now, but um, you know, doing some more serious live streams and stuff and getting out there and and maybe doing one live like oh. at a restaurant bar type thing. Oh, hey, Sharice, Sharice is on people, there. Hey, hey. How's it going? and uh, getting people to come out and they can interact and talk to us while we're doing the show. Obviously, that would be cool. paying attention to the news and stuff like that, and then you know we can have some like. Q and A. We gotta do some. We gotta do some stuff. special yeah. stuff. Yeah. I really want to kind of start. Sort of interaction. I want to start amping it up a little yeah. bit because we're having a lot of fun here. And again, everybody, you're mm-hmm. willing. Like, if you're willing to, like, feel free to chime in on the chat. That's fine. Um, I know no, we don't. You know, nobody calls in the show really. Besides the people who are part of the the, the production, but we'll, we'll um, have to start switching that up a little bit. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll have. Uh, well, I think. Uh, I I I, thought I kind of want to do an episode with uh, Taylor and his co-host from Potential he, Podcast. He's an interesting. Guy. I I like Taylor, man. It was, it was so great yeah. meeting him. He's such a talented guy. Uh, and, and maybe we'll have some of the guys from That's Fair Podcasting come in here. Yeah, that'd be fun, man. And uh, yeah. you know, and maybe that's some. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> 
Yeah, it'll be a good yeah, time. Yeah, like there's a there's a yeah, podcasting is a neat little community, and there's actually a lot of people involved in it, and it's cool to meet other people who do this thing, and it's mm-hmm. it's, a, it's it's fun, man. It's it is a lot of fun, and I always have a good time here, man. And uh, I, I I already can't wait for next week. It's always it's always fun coming in here and doing the show, man. And I don't want to stop. Appreciate it <laughs> all night long. No, dude. yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, that's gonna be it for tonight's episode. This week's episode of Zumundo Podcast for Zumundo. I'm Doolin and I'm Keith. Have a Zumundus week, everybody. I'll see y'all next week. Yeah, all right. I'm already talking about like what we're like, what? talking on the on the exit of the show. This is great, man. Like, no, a lot of fun, man. It's oh, good man. to talk to Charles tonight. That was Charles, fun. Yeah, it was a good time. We finally got Charles back. Yeah, I know, right? Uncle Chuck, it feels like you know, getting cool. the band back together. Yeah, we, it is. Yeah. Well, we had the podcast like a long time ago with all those guys. And it was, uh, That's awesome. Yeah.